The conference finals are set in the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. Is there anything the LA Kings can learn or copy from the four remaining teams to help them get to the next level? We'll discuss on this edition of Locked on LA Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked on LA Kings, your team every day, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked on LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love for you to leave us a positive comment on Apple Podcasts if you're a fan of the show. We're also on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. I'm Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked on LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for the past 30 years, 20 plus years at Fox Sports Radio Network. Also co-host of the Puck Podcast, a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 16 years and a passionate LA Kings fan for 30 years. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked on NHL for $20 off your first purchase. Coming up on today's show, we're going to talk about the final four teams still alive in the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. See if there's a blueprint, perhaps, that the LA Kings could follow to make a deep playoff run next season based on what those teams have done this season. We'll also have news on a coaching change for the LA Kings, and we'll tell you how Kevin Fiala did in his first game at the World Championships. So many of you may or may not be paying attention to the Stanley Cup playoffs since the LA Kings have now been eliminated, of course, and we have reached the final four, and it's a final four that, frankly, not many predicted. Uh, in the Western Conference, you've got the Dallas Stars, thanks to their 2-1 home win over the Seattle Kraken, taking on the Vegas Golden Knights. In the Eastern Conference Finals, it's the Carolina Hurricanes facing the Florida Panthers, with the winners, of course, advancing to the Stanley Cup Final. Now, those four teams have combined to win the same number of Stanley Cups as the LA Kings, too. Dallas and Carolina each have one. Florida and Vegas have yet to hoist Lord Stanley's Cup. Now, even though three of the four teams were division winners, uh, the Hurricane Stars and Golden Knights, many, including me, thought that Edmonton was the likely team to make it out of the West. And in the East, it is shocking to see that teams like Boston, Toronto, Tampa Bay, and New Jersey were all left out of the conference final. Of interest, perhaps the Kings fans, is that none of the four teams that are in the conference finals this season were there last season. The Canes and Panthers were knocked out in the second round last year. The Stars knocked out in the first round, and the Golden Knights didn't even make the playoffs last season. Translation, just because you don't go on a deep run like the Kings this year doesn't mean that you can't go on a deep run the following season. Now, each one of these teams took different paths to where they are now, proving that there is more than one way to be successful. So for those of you that think that the LA Kings, that this team is just not good enough to win in the playoffs, that they don't play a style that is suited for postseason success, I offer you the Florida Panthers. Now, the Florida Panthers won the President's Trophy last season as the top team during the regular season, but after a great regular season, they were swept out of the second round of the playoffs, and management felt that their roster was not constructed to be successful in the playoffs. So they shocked the hockey world by trading star player and franchise cornerstone Jonathan Huberdeau and solid defenseman Mackenzie Weger to the Calgary Flames for a gritty but talented forward Matthew Kachuk, who indicated he wasn't going to resign with the team, and the Flames are looking to get rid of him and not have something come back in return. However, that bold move by the Panthers nearly blew up in their faces. Uh, they struggled 
for most of the regular season and only ended up making the playoffs thanks to a horrific couple of losses in the final weeks by the Pittsburgh Penguins. Now, had the Panthers missed the playoffs after being the best team in the regular season the year before and then making these bold moves in the offseason, heads would have rolled. GM Bill Zito likely would have been fired, but instead the player, the Panthers were able to squeak into the playoffs and post huge upsets of the Boston Bruins in round one and the Toronto Maple Leafs in round two, proving anything can happen once you make the playoffs. Now, I know that the most likely scenario for the Kings uh, to make any significant roster changes would be to make trade or trades, although it's unlikely you'd see the Kings make any drastic deals similar to what the Florida Panthers did. Think of the Kings trading away Adrian Kempe and Mikey Anderson for Nikita Kucherov of Tampa Bay. Now, that would shake things up, but as I said, the move nearly didn't work out for Florida, and most GMs wouldn't have the guts to pull off an all-or-nothing kind of a trade like that, especially if their job security was safe. And I'd say right now GM Rob Blake is in that situation. I can't imagine him making a huge, bold move like that to really shake things up. That would go against all the messages that we've been getting from Blake, from head coach Todd McClellan, and the players that this group is good enough to get the job done. That said, I didn't think Blake had it in him to be bold at the trade deadline this past season, and he surprised me by making the big deal to trade Jonathan Quick for Vladislav Gavrikov and Jonas Corbosalo. I'm still saying, though, that this is the least likely scenario for the Kings this offseason to follow the path of the Florida Panthers and what they did in the offseason. I would be very, very surprised if the Kings made a major trade to shake up their roster in hopes of getting them to the next level. The Kings could take the path of the Carolina Hurricanes, a team that made some tweaks to their roster, but nothing drastic. Uh, Carolina brought in veteran defenseman Brent Burns. They also added talented forward Max Pacioretty from Vegas, but Pacioretty got hurt not once but twice this season and missed pretty much the whole year. He's been a non-factor. This was a Hurricanes team that the last three seasons hadn't made it out of the second round of the playoffs, despite winning their division two of those three seasons. So they pretty much stayed the course, believing that their core could get the job done with some minor tweaks. Um, But uh, it seems to be the path the Kings are on right now. A trade or trades is possible, but unlikely that anything would result in, again, a major shakeup, some minor tweaks, some fine-tuning. That's what the Carolina Hurricanes did, and it certainly worked out well for them. The Kings could also take the path of the Dallas Stars. Now, the Stars did make the COVID Stanley Cup Finals two years ago, but then missed the playoffs entirely the next year, and they were out in the first round last season. Kind of sounds like a team that needed to make some major moves, but the Stars really didn't. They did trade defenseman John Klingberg, but that was in a salary move. He wasn't going to resign with the Stars, and they didn't want to be left holding nothing at the end of the season. And they pretty much you know, stayed the course. Um, unlike the Kings, though, the, the Dallas Stars are kind of constructed with Two really good, young, talented players at their core, Jason Robertson, a forward, and Jake Ottinger, their goaltender. But still, this team, kind of like Carolina, believed in their core and stayed the course and saw things fall into places. Bottom line, there's no one way to achieve success. Uh, The four teams that are still alive have taken some different paths to the conference finals. The Kings have to figure out what works best for them. Uh, understand the realities they're in because of the salary cap. Now, if GM Rob Blake believes in this core, which it appears he does, then it looks like he's going to roll with this team and try maybe to make some minor tweaks this season. If if not before the season, then maybe at the trade deadline. But I'd say the Kings are probably on the same, hopefully the same kind of path as teams like the Dallas Stars 
or the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, there is one other option, though, that we haven't talked about. And three of the four teams that are still alive did do this. Will the Kings consider doing this? What is this? We'll explain next. But first, I want to let you know today's episode of Locked on LA Kings or Team Every Day is brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is the fastest, easy way, easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With the Game Time app, tickets are easy to find and buy for every kind of event in your area, and you get the lowest prices guaranteed with event cancellation protection. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. And the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or roll for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone. Never have to dig through emails to find it. Download the game time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. Three of the final four teams still alive in the Stanley Cup playoffs that have made it to the conference finals are teams that made the playoffs last season, but made a coaching change in the offseason. And they tried to use that to get them deeper in the playoffs. And it worked. The Dallas Stars, again, made the playoffs last season. They did lose in the first round, but then they let head coach Rick Bonus go, brought in Pete DeBoer, and he has guided them to a division title and a berth in the conference finals. The Florida Panthers won the President's Trophy last year under interim coach Andrew Brunette after Joel Quinville was fired, uh, but they were swept in the second round, and they decided to let Brunette go. Even though he was a Jack Adams Award finalist, they brought in Paul Maurice, and he has gotten the team to the conference finals after squeaking into the playoffs. The Vegas Golden Knights missed the playoffs last season. They let go head coach Pete DeBoer and brought in Bruce Cassidy from Boston after he was let go. Cassidy guided the Golden Knights to a division title and a berth in the conference finals. So coaching changes can and have made a difference when it comes to many NHL teams, including three of the final four teams in the conference finals this season. And the Kings know this all too well. Uh, they fired Terry Murray, brought in Daryl Sutter. The result was after two first-round exits, the Kings win two, two Stanley Cups in three years and made the conference finals three straight years. So head coach Todd McClellan is going into the final year of his contract. After two first round exits, the pressure is on McClellan for a different result this coming season. Now, my hope is the Kings do not sign Todd McClellan to a contract extension during the season and see what happens at the end of the season. If the Kings lose in the first round again after a solid regular season, then obviously Todd McClellan has to go. The only issue with McClellan coaching out the season would be to have the Kings have a very successful postseason, make a deep run of the playoffs, and then maybe he walks for a bigger contract with another team at the end of the year. But the likelihood of that happening is remote. If the Kings have a good season, have a deep playoff run, it is likely McClellan would want to return to the team and that the team would want him back. If the Kings have a successful postseason run and McClellan decides to cash in somewhere else, then the Kings could easily find a suitable replacement, in my opinion, to take over a team that was successful. I've said many times, I like Todd McClellan. I think he's a good coach, but I am not convinced, like many of you likely are not convinced, that he is the coach to get the Kings where they want to go, which is a conference finals appearance, if not a Stanley Cup finals appearance. This year is a prove-it year for me 
for Tom McClellan. And if the Kings don't happen to have a good start or struggle uh, during the regular season, then a coaching change midseason should happen as well. Now, I'm hopeful that McClellan can get the job done. But if I'm the Kings, I'm not signing him to another contract extension until I see progress. Tom McClellan has been, or was, I should say, um, GM Rob Blake's only head coaching hire so far in his tenure as general manager. It's never easy to admit that the guy that you picked wasn't the right guy, but it happens often in sports and in particular in the NHL. The two do have a relationship. Blake did play briefly in San Jose when Tom McClellan was the head coach there, so there's some familiarity. But in the end, as we saw with the Jonathan Quick trade, sometimes hard decisions have to be made by management to benefit the team. Hopefully, that won't turn out to be the case because the Kings have a deep playoff run next season. But again, I say make Todd McClellan earn a new contract with how the team performs and how it progresses next season. If that doesn't happen, we've seen this season, again, with three of the four teams that are still alive in the conference finals, that a new coach can get a team to the next level. Now, speaking of a coaching change, the Kings actually made one earlier today, sort of. Goalie coach Bill Ranford, who had been in that position for 17 years, was promoted to director of goaltending. Now, the Kings are now in the process of looking for a new goalie coach for the Kings and for the Ontario Reign. The director of goaltending, according to LA Kings insider Zach Dooley, apparently is a newly created position. We know that goaltending in the Kings organization is currently a position of concern with just three goaltenders under contract, Phoenix Copley, Cal Peterson, and former Michigan goalie Eric Portillo. And likely none of those guys are the long-term answer in net for the Kings. Matt Vallalta, the backup to Cal Peterson in Ontario this past season, and David Rennick, who was the number one netminder in the ECHL for the Kings affiliate, the Greenville Swamp Rabbits, are both restricted free agents. So apparently this move is one to devote more resources to the goaltending position from an organizational standpoint. So now Rob Blake in the front office, along with Bill Ranford, the new director of goaltending, um, have a uh, have a job this offseason, and that is to find a new goalie coach. We'll keep you updated on that search throughout the offseason. Well, like it or not, Kevin Fiala is still playing hockey, and we'll tell you how he did at the World Championships. But first, I want to remind you, today's episode of Locked on LA Kings, your team every day, is brought to you by Athletic Greens. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right with a special blend of ingredients that support your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. AG1 contains less than one gram of sugar, costs you less than $3 a day, and it's just one scoop and a cup of water. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make things easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. That's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So let's give you an update on the LA Kings at the World Championships and Kings star winger Kevin Fiala did in fact play for his native Switzerland against Kazakhstan this morning, LA time. Uh, He did not get hurt as far as we know, which is frankly all I care about with this, but uh, he also didn't have a point 
in a 5-0 win. Switzerland is still undefeated in the tournament. They're 3-0, leading Group B, which likely means that they will make it out of the qualifying round and play more hockey and giving Kevin Fiala even more of a chance of getting hurt. I'm sorry uh, if you are at every day or you know I'm usually not this negative, but I hate that Kevin Fiala is playing in this tournament that he's coming off an injury and playing in this tournament. I, I obviously wish him well. I hope it all works out. But uh, obviously, I am I am worried about him getting hurt again in an event uh, where he really doesn't need to be playing in it. But we'll see. I, I Again, I respect his passion that he wants to play for his country. But risk versus reward uh, is just too much risk to me for him to, to risk his uh, health in this. Uh, I said on Monday's show that Kevin Fiala is probably the most high-profile player participating in the World Championships. I did see that William Nylander of the Maple Leafs just joined Team Sweden. Former King Tyler Toffoli is playing on Team Canada. I'd say Fiala, Nylander, Toffoli, probably the top three highest-profile players that are participating in the World Championships. Just to give you an idea of the level of players that are playing in this event. Again, it's mostly an event that it's used for teams that usually either don't make the playoffs or get eliminated early on. And some, you know, younger type players that want to get some more playing time uh, representing their country. For example, Carl Grundstrom and a guy we're going to talk about in a sec, Martin Chromiak. Those are Kings players that I think can benefit from playing in the world championships. I just don't think Kevin Fiala, other than him having a good time with his friends is, you know, really benefiting from playing in this event, but that's my opinion. Now I mentioned uh, on Monday showed that the Kings um, and prospect uh, Martin Chromiak, who played for the Ontario Reign last year, that he was stopped in the eighth round of the shootout in a loss to Canada on Monday. And then I went on Twitter last, yesterday and, and at Locked on LA Kings, and I saw video of Martin Chromiak scoring this sweet goal in a shootout against Canada. And I thought, oh, I must have screwed up. I, I, I guess I read the game recap wrong. So I went back and I read it again. And the story says, quote, Canada goaltender Sam Montembeau clinched the win by stopping Martin Chromiak on Slovakia's final shootout attempt, end quote. So I'm like, what's going on here? And then I remembered shootout rules in international play are not like NHL shootout rules. In the NHL, you have a different player attempt each shootout. Um, and you can't have a player repeat an attempt. Um, that's apparently not the case in international play. Um, you can have a player attempt more than one opportunity in the shootout. And that is what happened apparently with Martin Chromiak. He scored on his first attempt in the fifth round. And that's the video that was circulating on Twitter. And then he was stopped on his second attempt in the eighth round, which is what I read and relayed to you guys on Monday's show. So a uh, little bit different rules in international play. The rinks are a little bit bigger and there's some differences. Um, I'm not sure what the rule is as far as, I mean, I assume you can't just have the same guy attempt the shootout, right? Over and over and over. Uh, but I, I did look at the box score and there, and Chromiak was not the only player that attempted more than one shootout. Um, matter of fact, there were several other players who got second chances. So um, not sure exactly how that all works, but if you were confused like me, like, wait a minute, didn't he say Chromiak got stopped to end the game? And then you see the highlight of this cool shootout goal he scored. Well, there, there's the reason why you can, you can get one more, more than one attempt, uh, in international play. Uh, we also mentioned on Monday's show how Chromiak Kings forward, Carl Grundstrom, and who's playing for Sweden and Kings and Reigns goaltender, Cal Peterson, how they're all playing so far in the event. However, I did not mention TJ Tynan, and I should have. 
Now, I'm focusing on the players that could be playing for the LA Kings next season or in the coming years, but I should have included the Ontario Reign captain. Now, TJ Tynan doesn't have a future in the NHL. He's a veteran guy that a lot of AHL teams will sign a guy like this to help provide leadership on the team and, and to be a productive player as well. But they really don't have him again in their plans to play at the NHL level. That's the reality for TJ Tynan. Um, but we're going to keep an eye on him and mention him because he deserves it. The Ontario Ring captain deserves a little respect, and I apologize for that. Um, he is playing for Team USA. He did have his first two points of the tournament uh, yesterday, had two assists for Team USA in their 3-2 win over Germany. So, in fact, the Kings have five players uh, in their organization participating in the World Championships. Kevin Fiala, Carl Grundstrom, Cal Peterson, um, Martin Kromiak, and... TJ Tynan, we will include him in our recaps of the world championships going forward. So sorry for the omission on that. All right. For you everydayers, uh, those of you that listen and watch every day, looking ahead to the rest of the week, uh, we are planning on having a special guest either Wednesday or Thursday, still working on that, looking to get um, a response from that guest. We'll see if that happens. Uh, but either Wednesday or Thursday, we'll have an interview um, and either Wednesday or Thursday, we'll continue with our player evaluations. We've talked about uh, uh, Andre Kobitar. We've talked about Adrian Kempe. We've talked about Drew Doughty. And I mentioned earlier, I think it was on Monday, that we were going to look at Gabe Velarde. But since he's in the news and probably deserves to be looked at before, uh, we're going to change that up. We're going to look at Kevin Fiala, his first year with the LA Kings this past season, how it went and how he progresses going forward and how he's going to not get hurt at the world championship. So that's going to be coming up either on Wednesday or Thursday, depending on when we have the interview. We do know on Friday though, it will be our weekly Kings fan feedback show. Again, really would love for you guys to get your questions in now. Uh, want to keep those feedback shows going strong and get in as many emails as we can. The email address is locked on Eddie at gmail.com. E D D I E locked on Eddie at gmail.com. Do you think the Kings should do what the Florida Panthers did and make some bold trades to really shake up the roster? Uh, what are your opinions on maybe one of those final four teams and have they provided a blueprint for what the Kings can do for next season? Again, uh, Kings fan feedback Friday coming up on Friday show. Get those emails in. And also, as always, you can leave your comments on the YouTube episodes as well. We'd also love for you to stay interact with the show by following us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram. They were at Locked on LA Kings in both of those places. I'm Eddie Garcia. Thanks for listening and watching this episode of Locked on LA Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. And as always, go Kings, go.